you are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 19th to 25th of September 2021. Would you believe it? Most of them actually aired this week. Just one thing did not air this week. It aired (laughs) in the past. But maybe it aired in the future. And that is Godzilla. (laughs) Episode 12, Explorer. Hmm. Uh, In which this was the episode I'd heard people talk about there being a lot of exposition in. Um... I wasn't upset by the exposition. Uh, It's a lot of uh, four people working on a computer that is pulling information from the future. And it's people tinkering with Jet Jaguar uh, in Japan and explaining. And the army. uh, And also it's the... I can't remember her name now. She's she's dating the guy from the army. She works with the guy from the... Uh, lab who's with the otaki group and she's with also the guy who's been who's brought the orthogonal diagonalizers to japan so they they've been sent one i think it was supposed to be cutlery was it was marked as fucking very naughty that's the way to avoid the tax um and she's bringing it to your man who's the head of the army Um, yes and, and he's like, cool, what are, what are the codes to set it off? He's like, we, we don't have the codes. Apparently this Otaki factory are going to get us the codes. They later meet those guys and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't have any codes. And it appears you enter but, the codes via a Game Boy Advance or something similar. Yeah, it looks like a... God, what was that little Game Boy Pocket, like the little SP thing? Those, those fantastic looking consoles. But yeah, it's a very fancy looking uh, old yeah. piece of retro kit. Mm. It's it's one of those like uh, like what is this twelve or sixteen digit things which they've you know disseminated from the information you know before yeah, so yeah. it's obviously something coming from that stream and thankfully Yun is there to kind of very concise to describe or tackle the what the fuck is it it's like oh it's basically a programmable atom you can just put a code and it'll be whatever you want it to be it'll become what you need it to be um I like that he's picking up and shaking it. everyone's like Jesus dude and he's like dude that's a bomb and he's like it's fine. <laughs> It'll like if they enter in one wrong code, it basically becomes what air and water, action basically? water. Yeah. yeah, it's action, action water. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it will be. Uh, again, I feel like that reference is a scientific reference because when you're calculating the weights of something in a food lab, mm-hmm. uh, you have like a machine which reduces stuff just to the ash. So you can find oh, the water. What you, sure. you weigh it, it removes all the water, and then you've got. The so basically, like the equivalency else. of yeah. weigh the the kilogram or milliliter weight, which is I know that's the same fucking thing, but the liquid or the solid weight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Did actually have to do that at university? Anyone I was in like a work placement, but uh, yeah, I realised now. Oh, that's what it just it just reduces it to its solid and liquid matter, and <laughs> there's nothing left mm. of the diagonalizer. So apparently, it. what's like a very fancy piece of kit, like with the big ball in the middle of the liquid and stuff. It's it's probably just like this is just like stuff. It's going to rewrite. It's going to three D print what atom it needs to be, basically. Yeah, uh, and then a lot of the episode is with the guys at Shiva and them sneaking in, uh, sneaking into the bottom of the computer past and Tilda. Going to make, yeah. Presumably going to make the calculation to send it on to the lads. Yes, but the problem yeah, is, yeah. is the calculation 
can't be determined until at some point in the future, and that point is creating multitudes of possible... The more they look at what number it might be, the more yeah. numbers get calculated that it could be. Yeah, it's a fun thing. Like, they've come at the core of it, and it's just like... It feels like this like thing that's no, it's just barely being contained. You can see kind of the ripples as it as distorts space um, right around us. They even drop a thing that are like, no, where's the same effect happening around where Godzilla is, where the triangles of a triangle no longer add up to 180 degrees. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's, um... he's so big, he's distorting fucking uh, geometry around himself. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're physics and very simple math like um pythagorean theory and theorem um doesn't work properly that's that's such good stuff um i i love the idea that the yeah like like you said the more they look at the equation like the pelops is trying to solve the equations like pelops solve that equation okay we we've narrowed it down to like a million different things rather than all the atoms in the universe so that's a much smaller number to figure out from and then it becomes a billion Oops. and then that number Oops. multiplies Stop each time they try and search it again um you probably just like go at the computer like that it's like okay <laughs> just, it. just type in your your yeah just type in your password without looking basically is what you need so, to do maybe pelops puts on uh, their scuba gear and goes swimming into the future hmm. and comes back with the answer but fortunately that answer is a, before pelops could tell them what the answer is is quickly drowned out by an infinite number of other pelops with different answers yeah, they've all come back. It's like, hello, uh, yeah, I'm from a different alternate future, so it's trying to figure out which is not the right one, but which is the one that they need. Yeah. Um, and part of my thinking is based off of the way they were, um, the way the professor was uh, talking to our our lead heroine, um, where she's been, her exposure to all this stuff, like she probably already has the code in her head. Um, and so you go, I'm just going to pick uh, five, four, three, you know, it's just like I'm going to pick numbers at random. Um, but those have already been exposed to her by everything that she's done up to this point. Yeah, it could well like be, that. yes. Um, I figured something like that anyway. We also, I'm guessing from BB's name that we learned is that he's Irish. <laughs> uh, what's, he, what's he doing in India? <laughs> well, yeah, making Yes, making, I yeah, assume he's probably got an Indian wife. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. the daughter complaining about all the stairs. Uh, <laughs> they do have to walk a lot in this episode for all the talking that they're doing. Um, yeah, and it's all like some of it's super rickety. Yes, he's like, "Hey, don't don't walk out on that robot." And the robot nearly comedically falls several times. It's like, "No, we we do need that robot." Though. <laughs> uh, we got a backup, but it's in Dubai, and uh, that's, that's a long way yeah. to go. And the communication's kind of a little bit down right now. What with the apocalypse happening in, as BB points out, it's like, "Oh shit, it uh, it might happen in three hours." That's that's really bad. Yeah, it's just like you know, things are evolving. Other things are evolving as well. We get little, little, little baby matras. Like, yeah, that, that mat doesn't look quite like the original mat. It's like, oh yeah, well, when it's not bigger, it's a bit more recognizable. But yeah, it blocks of them anyway. Like I, I did like that with um, again talking to baby Jet Jaguar, who's still grow- got some growing up to do, and explaining how a game without rules kind of works. How how to play with a moth. And it's obviously a Mothra. And then I was like, oh, that's a cute way of doing it. But then there's like thousands of these things flying through the city. I was like, oh, no, OK, yes. this is a weird fucking Mothra thing. Uh, right. And then, then you see, well, this is after Jet Jaguar has gone, bird, and then wanders off. And they go, what? where's the Jet Jaguar gone? Oh, he's got to save the army from uh, a bunch of Rodans. Uh, he's going to slaughter some monsters. I let him off. 
And it's the nope. fact that your one meets the guy in the army who she had a former relationship with to give him this weapon of mass destruction. It's the fact that the guys show up who will eventually have the code but do not have the code right now to save the army. Yes. It's a lot of fucking coincidences. Like, a lot of things are just converging to lead them to yes. this singular the point. point yeah. the point where they're going to get the message is where Godzilla is, I believe, is where they say at the end. Yeah. Which he is about 100 meters tall. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't moved in, like, a day, but it's it's whatever current height that he is. That he's grown. Yes, yeah, so they've attached a flight pack to uh, Jaguar. Hell yeah! <laughs> so even jets is like a fucking like tilt rotor system. Yeah, that's <laughs> eh, fine. It's yeah. a Jaguar. That's a bit wordy. <laughs> it is. What's the? I can't remember what that uh, ridiculous American uh, vehicle is. The the one you get in uh, GTA Online uh, during the Doomsday Heist. Uh, you don't get a. Um... What is it? It's like a plane helicopter. I can never it remember. is. I can't remember what the real name for it is, but that's essentially what they're... Autogyro. Autogyro. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love those things. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything mostly covered in this dense, dense <laughs> show. Um, yeah. Again, hmm. it's kind of cool to see just like the effect of that. Even just, even just, like, even just like, approaching the computer, which is again, you know, if it's just going to explode and just like create the point of singularity. Uh, it's distorting time around it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Doing this in, yeah, probably the best thing to do is have an AI because it goes in and like, oh, I've been gone for like, uh, it's been eight years. What? That was like five minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, good thing you sent me in then. <laughs> More on time dilations <laughs> in another show down the line. Uh, oh yes, Salunga. Uh, the orthogonal diagonalizing of Salunga is wearing off, and it's heading towards Shiva. Mm. I think that's also towards the end of the episode is declared. So they've got a time limit on getting this code before they're attacked by another giant monster. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a bunch of like international news as well of uh, kaiju invasion of Earth that's taking place uh but yeah one more episode to go um again for an episode of just people talking about plot stuff and working out a math equation um even though everyone's missing a piece but they all have to come together to do it um i'm still like really invested it's it doesn't really lose me at all and it's quite impressive yeah uh, it was getting serious business in Rwanda's, like, you know, dropping her humanities degree and saying, the, story, the Stoics believe that the world would be destroyed regularly by fire to, uh, yeah. to renew us uh, for another generation. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> you've got to get that in there. Was, and what, what all these scientists and mathematicians, you need someone else like that to kind of give it, like, the actual perspective of, of the every person, you know. It's like, this is mm. how someone else views it. You know, you see it as a math problem. We see it as a fucking conflagration that will, that will destroy all of existence. Yeah. Yeah, because BB's, I think BB, before he gets, they get to the computer, is like, oh, he's assuming, oh, we'll sort out the monster problem, and then we can take our time trying to figure out the catastrophe. And then they realize, oh, no, the catastrophe may be happening right now. Uh, we yeah, have no I time. It is. It all, <laughs> giant monster running around. That's and, and the timeline, he, he says it could happen anywhere between three hours and a year now, based on the new calculations. And... Like the fact that the other guys are knowing is like, well, we got to be on that on, at this height of Godzilla at, in exactly four hours, and it's just like, okay, so that's the timeline we're actually working with. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, really interesting stuff. And then we've got Fina, Pirate Princess, Episode Seven, The Burning Sea. Why is the sea on fire? Well, it's because they're going to use their experimental, what's it called, the Wellington Cannon. 
fucking mm. wave motion cannon. That's what the fuck it is. Because <laughs> it just fucking obliterates the Rumble Rose. Uh, designed for destroying seawalls. Uh, not meant to be used on a small boat, but Abel is having mm. none of it. He's been a real dick. And I mean, the Rumble Rose are, is shooting at the ship right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Match force with similar force, not overwhelming. I think my favourite like uh, character design protection moment in this is the bit where the guy standing behind the captain gets incinerated while she stands. Just the moment, all the damage she takes is that her eye patch flies off. Hmm. <laughs> so, like, they're in the intro, but like, a, if not all of them are dead, are they dead? Like, it seems like they just got fucking vaporised, basically. Uh, let's show up later on with a peg leg, hook yeah. hand, pirates. <laughs> Peg face, just got a parrot, got a parrot too. Whoa, what, what was that? Well, I, 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 no, I lost my lost my arm in that one. So I need something else to kind of set it off. You know, I got to have a little accessory here. Like, there's a shot of um in in the in the end credits of like a ship that the um the the prow of the ship seems to be like divided uh, horizontally. Um, and I was like, that's that's really cool. Oh, that's going to be their ship from all the damage they took. But then the bullet just kept going fucking through the ship. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> there was nothing left of it. Um, yeah, um, <coughs> bold move if they've killed them off. But also, I feel a little sad. I guess it's the thing of, it's like, hey, you're, you're not here for the hot pirate ladies. You're here for the hot ninja dudes. That's the kind of show this is. Yeah. Uh, and we do open on oh, them perfect. all kind of individually deciding... Let's let's fucking go do the rescue anyway. Come on. Except she tan, but, um, but then it was explained to him by you giant fella that uh, who says the most he's ever said, which is yes. just classic of the big quiet guy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I you you're the only one who fires my terrible bows that I make because uh, you use them pr- to protect Yukimaru. So come on, you know you want to protect Yukimaru. Come with us. We'll take the submarine together. We'll go and mm-hmm. rescue him. Uh which turns out he will need rescuing uh, because he gets there as, as the ship's being destroyed and he doesn't know that Abel's got Fina. So he assumes that this cannon has just killed Fina along with all the pirates. But then he does some logical things. It's like they did say they need Fina and the code. So he wouldn't have shot at the ship if Fina was on that ship. Therefore, she's on his ship. So he he, he does do some logical reasoning before slicing up some British Navy men. So, yes, yeah. and uh, also does eventually hear her scream for him uh, as she hallucinates that they are uh, Cavendish from One Piece. Um, <laughs> to, to the point where I was like, is this a specific reference that people used to draw uh, the British in this way? Because uh, Cavendish is our standing representation of uh, England for One Piece, mm-hmm. and he also has the demented uh, mask face. It, I wonder if it's some sort of, there's some classic thing of, like, punch or, not specifically. Could, be, could be punch, could be specifically the punch magazine, because mm. a great deal of the manga industry is yeah. originated oh, yeah, from yeah, uh, from yes the punch which was set up by a uh, an immigrant from the UK who used to work on the original punch, mm-hmm. yeah. which um, uh, it would kind of make sense as well. You know, maybe a foreign depiction of uh, how this looks when the British Empire rolls up and starts wrecking your shit. Um, there may be some depiction thereof of that. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the way her her. Um, her PTSD memories are 
like initially it's like oh they're red demons and stuff like that and you, you see like what seem to be silhouettes of um uh old mally uh pirates kind of thing wrecking ship and then it kind of like she gets more detail it's like no these are motherfucking blue coats these are the and but with still the the kind of demonic faces on them um i thought it was kind of an interesting flip of it it's like oh okay no like you're and i mean it's the title of the show you're a pirate so the navy are the baddies to you (laughs) yeah uh yeah and also they're like who is this what girl uh oh it's uh one of abel's prostitutes that he's brought on board uh abel we discover Mm. is the one who's painted that painting of fina's mother and Mm. as a boy he painted it and she's asking why were you in love with my mother uh and then they get rudely interrupted by cannon fire as Mm. the uh rumble rose attacks them because the the cannons on sorry the cannons the the captain of the um What's it called? The the blue something? The the English yeah, ship. Yeah, it was the last episode's title. It was Mutiny on the it's Blue. The blue, the blue, the blue giant. Blue giant. Um, the captain of the blue giant gets like the most lines I've fucking seen him doing in a thing. And I've just noticed like that kid from the last episode got like stomped by our pirate captain into the fucking ground. Is that kid dead? I have to consider <laughs> this now. Is that is this show just killing people? And I'm just like, oh, that kid will be fine. He just got stomped yep. head first into the planks. And I was like, no, he's probably he could maybe be fine. Come back with a hook head, maybe. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, so Yuki Maru arrives to rescue Fida, and then gets shot by Abel's multi-barreled gun. He gets shot twice: once in the shoulder and once in kind of like I guess the kidney or the gut so or whatever. Technically, Abel missed once because he got three barrels. He was shooting at him. But either that, or he he used that one bullet on the pirate captain the last episode so he only had two more shots and i think he forgot to reload it i don't know <laughs> you didn't think he'd be getting this much uh interruption this evening uh, yeah 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 Could you be. love those old pepper pepper pod pistols you know it's like uh it's put like a lot of this like fires all, all the bullets at once <laughs> <laughs> and you've seen more but you've one saying there's four and then it's six and then it's eight <laughs> like no mm-hmm. it's for ornamental purposes only yeah. And curiously, Abel appears to look exactly as he did 10 years ago, as Yuki Maru recognises him from uh, the attack we are constantly having flashbacks to. Yeah. Um, let's say if he was a teenager, then the Abel was anyway. Then, you yeah. know, it's been 10 years, he probably won't look at good because he's an anime, anime pretty boy. That's so true, yes. Age, it's at the same rate as anybody else does. Just their hair gets yeah. longer or shorter. Yeah. Until <laughs> you know they're older. Currently, my brain from playing like twenty four hours of uh, uh, Lost Judgment, my brain is currently in the mode of: is that character thirty years old as well? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a fifteen year old high school student. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but then the Goblin Knights rescues everybody. Mm. Uh, but they're unconscious. But they're back on the submarine. I did like the kind of without showing how, like you know they kick some ass smoke bombs and then just get the fuck out of there able is able to go like okay uh they went that way but I can't see them but they were just hiding on the deck of the ship under like buckets basically they didn't have time to get back <laughs> in the submarine everyone uh, else got to hold their breath yeah 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 a good old ninja technique and obviously for the two fucked up people you have buckets for them to breathe underneath um mm. I, you know the lady pirates has survived because otherwise um What's her face? The lady ninja can't get her revenge on getting punched in the face. Yeah. 
And Mary's got to make some kissy faces at, yes. at uh, one or other of the twins. Maybe both. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, she's the most likely to survive because she was in the crow's nest, yes. which is furthest away from the entire <laughs> ship <true>. exploding. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like narrative resolution means that uh, a good number of them who had personalities have survived. Not just everybody who had character designs, but the ones who had personalities no, have survived. I'm pretty sure the big muscly pirate is dead because this is like, uh, you did do the thing where she fades into the white of the, the explosion. I was like, that's probably. But there were a couple of big muscly pirates, so. The big muscly lady pirate. Yeah, there was a couple of big muscly lady pirates. I'm sure they, there was another one we saw in, when we had the group scenes. I must be forgetting one. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple right. of them. Yeah. Mm. Um, they did a few kind of stock. Like, like here's like the like the main crew, but they also have just the rest of the guys yes. who here's some the rigging, so men who will get background. incinerated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm. Uh, dear. Yeah. The, the, the whole thing, the whole like you know the. Capture and rescue, and then retrieval. But uh, it felt like it took a long time to get all that in. Uh, hmm. As well, like you know, uh, the way Fina was so good at putting together bad escape plans with a lot of enthusiasm. You know, how she didn't think to try and escape this herself. I, I think it's a lot of her trauma, kind of like slowing her the fuck down, and she's still putting the pieces back together of who she is and what what her deal is. I suppose I'd be able to show her all this shit. It's just like, no, this guy clearly doesn't doesn't want well for me, but he knows something about me. Uh, so. Yeah, he acts like he wants well for her as well, so it's it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got Sunny Boy episode eleven, the young man and the sea, which is indeed the Rajani return episode, but also the episode where they build a spaceship and go back to Earth. <laughs> I did, I read, reading this on Dr. Stone this week uh, like, oh yeah we're all building rockets around here aren't we uh, yeah. but first of all we have to have a funeral yes uh, they have a memorial the funeral was so fucking well done like the and it, it reminded me of like many funerals I've been to unfortunately um, the kind of the preparation for it it kind of keeps you going. It's got this happy fucking music going. It's a really wonderful piece. Um, and lots of funny shots, like of the dog trying to cut the tarp with a scissors, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and it's only like after the ceremony that they can actually mourn. Like that yes. they're actually, okay, now that we're sitting down quietly, oh fuck. Like it, it kind of hits you all at once. Yeah. Um, the funeral is nearly as a, as a distraction. Um, unfortunately, no one came despite getting invitations, but you can kind of see maybe why from shit that is told to you later possibly um, but yes but they possibly. do they do mention that everybody got in touch that they didn't want to return home which does make me question some people's theory as to who the person is who was trying to discover death because some people yep. seem to think it's Hoshi and I feel like because they deliberately don't show you the star on the face and then you get the line yes. that they've contacted yeah. everybody else that it's probably not meant to be Hoshi but it's just enough ambiguousness to make you think that it might be, but I don't think the anything thing in the Hoshi like, story. Is the Hoshi, yeah, is the Hoshi we know like the one that came out of the the electric chair? That kind of thing is is that him before or after? Are we getting the timeline? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Rajani does show up. Um, he's he's gone a little spare. In the he's last, now uh, two thousand years older. Two thousand years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it becomes clear that our central characters, Mizuho and Nagara, have only spent two years. Yeah. In the story. Mm. Um the cats have spent longer. 
Yeah, because they they're back and forth in the whole thing. Rajani spent two thousand years going to world mm. to world, discovering all sorts of stories. Um, and this and was like, okay, I was like, now do I need to know about Buddhism as well as quantum physics? Uh, because it could hurt. Clear, clear, once they start talking about when we get back to Earth, we might not be who we 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 are now. I was like, oh, is this like a reincarnation? Something to do with Buddhist reincarnation mm. uh, in the story? Um, and obviously we're dealing with the Indian character, uh, who's now got a massive parrot. Um, I love that there's no explanation for that. Yes. And as much as you get as an explanation for it is where, uh, he asks your man, is like, Hey, what do you think of that? And your man's like, Ooh, that's, that's really cool. That that's Segoy. And before he even says it, the parrot starts saying that. I was yes. like, did you just train a parrot to be like your replacement for these guys? <laughs> and he is like, to talk to for 2000 yes. years. <laughs> yeah, but it appears to be that Rajani has taken on more of the parrot's characteristics than the parrot's taken on his characteristics. Um, I, it was his only friend at sea. Um, yeah, but like, like he seems detached and kind of creepy yes. for a while. And I was kind of wondering, it's like, is he gone fucking weird? And it's like, he he hasn't. It's it's just that. And, and, and with a lot of these things, there's each episode you're missing a shitload of fucking time yes. that passes for the character. <laughs> Like he's grown into like a very different person. Like he's realized that I, I think he mentions it as much that um, he wasn't really living his life when he was just going to school in the regular world. This is why he's not going to try and get back home. Well, no, like, I, I, is... The way I read it was he's talking about mm. how as you get older, you're you've you've, yeah. you've had so many experiences it. It makes you a a smoother personality, and so you're less like less likely to get excited by new, going doing things. Um, mm. And so, and that, I think that ties into the the stuff with your dog boy. Is they've got to get back while they're still young. So it's the characters who spent the yes. longest there have become adults, and they've accepted they're, this they're is kind of happy. This is the just... way the world is. Yeah. We'll accept yeah, it yeah, as yeah. it is. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I think Rajani has like has decided that this is an interesting place for him. He feels like he's been. I mean, like he's lived more here than he has on Earth. So, like, this is this is the reality that he makes it. Because, like, was I really living in my own reality? Is I think a line he says at one point. Um, and it's just like, no, th- actually, this is pretty good. But there's like that kind of, and it's nearly like the nostalgic, uh, like an old man finding a picture of his old friends kind of thing. When he uh, towards the end, he's saying goodbye to his friends, and he's like, "Oh fuck, actually, no, I re- I do really like those guys. You know, they um, they were really good friends to me." Yes, I thought he was talking more about the world with the guy who had created, because he was talking about a bit feeling homesick. Yes. And he only ever felt homesick when he went to a world which was a guy, guy trying to recreate the recreate world, recreate the world as he remembered it, not as it actually existed. Uh, yes. and that's why he's yeah. falling out with his girlfriend and, um. He yeah. made a fake version of the girl. He initially painted yes. a version of the girlfriend that's more perfect than she was, more beautiful than she was. Yeah, Not it was like, she was ugly, just that he. Yeah, it's he, like he was. He rose into glasses. I think the idea he was like explaining like he was seeing a future and she was seeing the present. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he went to a world where everyone fasted and it was perfect. Uh, and but there was Again, one that, person that into that, the Buddhism thing of, yes. of they decided not to do any killing. They won't yes. even eat plants, and we don't need so, to eat in this weird yes. other worlds. So yeah, but somebody at the fringes was trying to create death, and uh, because of the constant resetting, was doing experiments with suicide and torture, and eventually had created death, killed themselves, and then 
no longer need, was interested in death after they died themselves mm. with an electric chair. Um, they were somewhat reborn as as an individual who wasn't interested in death. Yes, but also wasn't yeah. driven. So that's why Rajani didn't sit in the chair because he still wanted to be, explore. He's still driven. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it was it was not tempting for him because he's sick of life. It was tempting for him. It was like that's an experience I'd like to see. But there's so much more out there. Yes, it was because of what he saw happen to the other guy. Is that yeah? So he's still he's still driven. It's just he realizes that because he spent so much time there now is that he can't go back because mm. he, he'd be 2,000 years in the future so he would actually see his friends. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, that's what they make clear is you're going back two years after your the version of you who came here drifted. You're going back however long you've spent there. Mm, mm, mm. So... When they're talking about when we go back, we might not be the same. They're talking about, oh, because Rajani says, when you get back, seek, find me, and I'm sure I'll be a good friend with you. Because while, while this Rajani's not going back, there is still a Rajani on Earth. Yeah, the original version, rather than the copy, um, is still there, and he's still a decent guy who yes. likes these guys, so presumably they could be friends in a different way. Yeah. And they're talking about how, even though nizobi has gone, her will remains because her compass is not affected by magnets. The magnet they're going to use to get to the space elevator, which will take them back to Earth. Um that that was really nice. It was it was like such a sad thing of like it's like hey we're not we're not gonna fake out in the death kind of thing, but a person's deeds and a person's will lives well, on after they. They go. may still because they take the compass. They back. might still because yes. they're like if they go back, they she mightn't have died. As, that was the point I realized. Yeah. that was the point I realized. What if they just become space dandy meow and QT on the way back? <laughs> because you've got a guy who goes to different worlds. You've got a woman who's who's surrounded by cats, and then you've now got an inanimate object. Uh, I was like. It was a was that deliberate, um, mm. but uh, we'll find out next week. Cause I believe next week's is called like the two year vacation. Um, yeah. It's important to consider as well as just like in like why doing this with high school students and middle school, and a, a middle school even middle school. or like yeah, yes, that, 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 very immature and that comes that, across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is like kind of, it is just this is like one one long allegory for 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 growing up, and you kind of like yeah. you have to leave things behind. Uh, you may leave them behind in your dimension or something or anything like that, and you may forget about them. As I say, it could be I, I didn't happen, but they happened right right here and now. And if you can remember that and hold on to that and hold on to that experience, yes. then mm. you know. We, and as as like you know, as an adult like Raj Daniel says, oh yeah, fucking. It's kind of gets very monotonous, but some cool shit happens every once in a while. So you know you got to yeah, um, yeah. hold on to that curiosity, hold on to that excitement for your own future. Hmm. But I say the bit which got to me because I'm sure there's plenty of bits which will get to different people. But the bit which got to me is the Saka and the cat refusing to say goodbye. And oh with the other cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty great because um, the other cats are just right there for the cuddles. They're very um, yeah <clears throat> creatures of physical need, but. And still, like when when Rajani's driving away from the the launch pad, like um, Sakura's looking out the window at the rocket. Like it's Sakura cares, but it's not. But yeah, it's going to admit it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but well, no, she cares. But yeah, so she's the one hurt, one hurt the most because we know from her brain, from her yes. narrative, is that she still sees Mizuho as as a kid, as, as a, a kid, as a, like, a, like barely out of toddler. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she she's obviously thinking, oh, she the poor girl's not going to survive going into space. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to go there. Um, uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if if any number of people teared up several times during this episode. It's quite uh, good. Yeah, and then they get to they go to space. They leave the spaceship. They use a magnet. It gets them to what appears to be a space elevator. They like tu- meters above them. They turn they the key, the uh, which causes God slash the principal to turn around because he hears a door opening. And then they just sit down and I assume they're going back to Earth. And there's like the throwaway line where Rajani says, oh yeah, getting back to Earth was pretty easy. Uh, was always pretty easy. <laughs> it's like, I love these bits where they say something and never extrapolate on <laughs> Because mm, mm. even this doesn't mm. make any sense at all. You just build a rocket ship, easy fucking peasy. We, we just, can do that. Yeah. We have infinite supplies. Yeah, but it's uh, like moving on is yeah, moving on. Like you know, that'll happen to you, whether you like it or not. Or like you would put more 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 energy to kind of try and stay where you are, where you're, where you're comfortable. Uh, you're going to try and resist, you know, moving on from there. Mm, maybe like yeah, like they say, no, it's it's an easy way to um it's an easy mode of mentality to get into if you have the perspective to do it um if you have the 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 maturity or the growth personally um to kind of figure out that's what you need to to move yeah i mean there's all these things you know that they're they're inevitable for you and you can indulge in so many distractions and diversions trying to try to escape it whether it be be something like you know growing up into an adult whether it be death itself it is Mm. something you will have to process and make peace within your own way yeah, uh, yeah. which is either you, you confront it and go back and rock it back to earth or i don't know you go off one for two thousand years and <laughs> you could become a dog yeah. that seems pretty fun oh you could make a number of quite wild adventures no you could see all of the horrors uh and also 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 the sublime you know you've seen yes. many horrible things we've also seen many sublime things and some of those are you know when they come up they're worth sticking around for and you'd be glad that you're here did you take a note as well of like the uh they, they put the lyrics on the closing song as well which again is yeah. one of those songs whether they intended to or not that describes <laughs> what goes on on the show that was on fucking purpose what, what's the fucking line uh it's like the chorus uh don't say goodbye like he's literally fucking saying that in this fucking episode and i was like Ooh, too soon song give me a fucking oh, minute to process there's lots of, <laughs> there's lots of lyrics in there though, like you no know, like you no know, like at, at the end of a two thousand year roller coaster ride Pretty lonely people encompassing all that's good and all that's evil. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all in there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And a yeah, it's a girl. I did watch the music video <laughs> for the first time this week, which has like actual middle schoolers recreating some of the scenes, uh, which makes it. I was like, okay, that was probably a good idea to have the Aguchi designs because it would mm. be much more in the realm of Lord of the Flies if you made everybody actually look like middle schoolers. Yeah, do do stylize it a little. I think that's yeah. kind of important. Um, like I, I, the most complaints I've seen of this thing is people being terribly confused, and I was like, I think it's just stuff left unsaid that you can, you don't necessarily need to know. The director told you this yes. up front. Don't yeah. worry about the physics or yeah. the science uh, or all of that. How do you feel about it? Like, exactly. you know, don't don't care exactly. about the fucking physical mechanics of, of, of what the painting is. What does the painting make you feel? That's yeah. fucking what you're trying to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could understand. I I can't understand people who uh, don't like it after. Well, I could understand not like it after one episode because it's just not for you. Uh, sure. yeah. It, but I know it's the people. I could understand also like people 
getting turned off after episode six because after episode six, it does the paranoia agent thing of it is a it is a continuing story until halfway through the series. After which point, it is not a continuing story. It is uh, mm. a bunch of vignettes instead. Mm. It's realized it's a different thing partway through itself. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. It's moving on, but it's somewhat you don't see. And it's like, I need to see the things that we don't see. If I'm saying, no, because it would take too much time. It's faster to allude to it and get to like this crucial point that we're actually are trying to convey across to you. But, yeah, yeah but... like like it, it it explains enough that I'm fucking fine. Like, how do fucking three middle schoolers, a dog, and three cats make a rocket ship? And it's like, well, they have like remote controls to work the forklifts, and they have like a spray can that makes pipes longer to uh... fit the to fit use. And I was just like, fine, that's as much explanation as I need. Uh, yes, they just had the cats bring copies of Apollo Eleven <laughs> to the world. That was the to thing. be reassembled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the cat, you know, very slowly trying to drag in, you know, with its, with its teeth. <laughs> Just a bit of rocket fuselage, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's why I'm so much older than everybody else. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I think that it just adds to the the dreamlike nature of it all. Um, yeah. But now I understand why people will bounce off it because it is not. Oh, I understand it's not for fare. everyone. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, the people who says it, it's bad because it is confusing though is is wrong. <laughs> it uh, is not no, bad. See, it's, it's not for them. But you you could not like someone, it, but yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more so they see it's someone that maybe that they do. Whose, whose opinion they do admire or respect or want to follow, they like it, and they're a smart person. I'm not stupid. I'm a smart person too. <laughs> so they just kind of stick with it in spite yes, of the yeah. goal. Like you know, it's it's just not going to do. It's not going to gel with you. It's okay to not like everything that's your. Also, maybe people who've already been burnt once this year on Wonder Egg priority. So. Um... <laughs> oh, well. Like well, I, I don't think this show is weird for the sake of weird. I, I think it's it's weirdness or oddness or weird physics or whatever it doesn't explain, I think is meant to evoke something yeah, else. Like, my, you know, like yeah. Something. I mean I my my sneaking suspicion is is that unlike Godzilla SP where the research has clearly been done mm. and this may Sunny Boy occasionally feels like, well, this is what I remember about quantum physics, or this is what I remember <laughs> about Buddhism. I won't bother look doing any more research, and uh, I'll just write based on what I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then, which again, will give it the the dream like it's like the little bits of things you remember being remixed uh, by your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, curious as to what it does with the last episode. Um, but an attack and you throw on Doctor Strange above. Yes, is that an issue at all, or is it? Does it play out like some like an entirely different anime? Uh, mm. That could also be an option. You could just be following three entirely different characters who we've never seen before, who you so <laughs> who you know from the previous. You don't have to slowly realize it because they made it clear in the previous episode that they, they'd be the uh, three characters we already know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I suspect it will be in the top four anime I watched this year. But not the mm. top one, because Poo Poo Molkart still exists, guys. Mm. You can argue between Sunny Boy and On Taxi to your heart's consent, content, rather. But um, Poo Poo Molkart is perfect. Like, if it wasn't... Even if it wasn't as perfect as it is, which it is, um, it's the fact that it's so fucking, like, condensed. 
like fucking like a black hole. It's just like holy shit, the yeah. fucking mass of this is crazy. Yeah, considering it's so small. Um, yeah, fantastic. Again, science. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got time travel as well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> then we've got Detective Conan, episode 1020. The antique tray can't be hidden. Yay, I guessed who it did it. It was the guy I thought who did it. Um, hmm. it... Because the other two had motivation. And he said, I don't have motivation. like, he definitely had motivation. Yes. Also, we get the classic, oh, I didn't need to have done the murder after all ending. Um, I was wondering how they were going to do that in this one. Yeah, but they, they managed to get it in anyway. It's like, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did notice that, however, in the pre- in the first episode, but I'm sure it was there. Um, hmm. So yeah, also I should have done the thing I did to uh, once they explained how it worked and like got a plate and draw little lines on it. I, I mean, like, oh I, yeah, that's right. Once yeah. they explained it, I felt so stupid. <laughs> I thought it was some kind of fucking trick plate that you flipped it over a different way, and, it did, and it's like, no, nah, no, nah, you just fucking like draw on a paper plate or something. You can figure it out easy, guys. Yes, the but mistake yeah. they made was they put the blood smears on the plate at twelve o'clock, but they should have put the blood smears on the plate at two o'clock. At the, the at the angle that yes. he picked it up at, yeah, and yeah. then flipped the plates. Um, Mm. Uh, so that reveals what the actual, which is the real plate, and that is with the guy who had no motive. Uh, and so he's like, "Ah, you did it." Uh, also, and then Conan does a trick. He says, "He does a trick." So he pretends to be ageist and sexist for just for a second, and says, "Well, look, that's an old man, and that's a lady. They couldn't have beat that guy to death with a spear. It must have been you, a big, strong man." <laughs> <laughs> Because if they did it, they'd have they'd have ruffled the uh, tatami mats, and he would have heard it with his uh, hearing aid. He's, and then, with his hearing aid, he would have turned around and not get fucking bashed in the fucking and then head the at the angle he did. Ah, oh, but the hearing aid wasn't working properly, and they're kind of like, "How do that. you know the hearing aid wasn't working properly?" And they backwards work it. (laughs) They backwards work it from when they send him a text message, and he didn't respond to the text message, so it must have stopped working at least half an hour ago, which does line up to the thing. And he runs like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" (laughs) Yeah, as as you do. Yes. Shut up. It's why why you gotta talk to shut up. (laughs) But he needed the money for his daughter's uh, medical procedure. But it turns out the plate he had wasn't a fake. It was just a uh, what do they call it? It's it's not a copy. It's like uh, when you have someone who's like a young one, a young person learning the craft, uh, copying the master. Yes. So it's an imitation. That's yeah. the word. It's yeah. an imitation of the original, which is still worth a lot of fucking money because it's done by one uh, someone who probably went on to do bigger things of their own work. And yeah. he's like, wait, it's still worth like a million? It's like, yeah, it's still probably worth a million, dude. Yeah. Um, mm. And they figure out which one the real one is. Is it's the one in the box? Uh, the it's whoever's box. Who had the real one out of the other two is whoever's box had got blood in it. Because um, the blood was spattered all yes, over the box. Yes, because the plate so... was out of the box, and the box was yeah. nearest him when he got hit. So it was the <laughs> the old man who offers to uh, loan it to the museum for display. Uh, also, the professor's dish is worthless. Well, it's not worthless. It's a nice family story. So yeah, it's in the middle of values through a roof. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it might have been worth something someday, but the fact that the paint came off when they check it the second time, and that was me thinking it was trick plate. I was like, is this some kind of trick plate? Like, you put it in the box, you open it at an angle, and it turns, and I was like, no, it's fucking just oh, pick up a plate, idiot. Yes, um, and what's the motto on the box? Because that's what gave uh, Subaru the clue. 
the the badly handwriting. Yes, on the it's it's yeah. the, it's a line that then uh, Masumi you just uses again right in Conan and I's faces, uh, <laughs> as if to say the same thing applies to uh, them too. Um, uh, yeah, fuck, I can't yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was something about um, oh, it it was something about. If you try too hard to hide something, it becomes obvious. It was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she repeats it right into their faces. <laughs> That's with the best, not at the rest. I know you're not real babies. Yes, give me the pills. Yeah, yeah. Give me mum. <laughs> give me mum the pills. Um, so yeah, then she'd go home. She had a good time. Uh, well, she's like, I had a good time, as if to point out that like she was the only one who was having a good time <laughs> spending time together that day. Uh, and then we get the credits, and then we get all the plot stuff after the credits, um, where we get the cryptic crossword answer to sister from outside the, the sister outside the territory. That is the stupidest fucking thing. Yes, it's oh, like it's my... like it's a real three two one stuff. Sister out of, of territory, yes. Territory. Sister out of so re- abbreviate territory to T E R, then take yeah. it out of sister. What you're left with, yeah. sis. What if it's initials? S I S Special Intelligence Service. M I six. M I six. It's of a test. Course. She must be a spy. She's trying to test whether I could be trusted. She made this clever fucking anagram to see if I was clever enough to figure it out to figure out if I was trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Mum's like. Did you get the pills? No, there was an interruption. This college student lives next door to the professor. Uh, what was that phrase you always used to like to use, Mum? She was 50-50. Yes. Oh, yeah, and your late brother used to like to use it as well. Hmm. <laughs> and there's another phrase she thinks that you used to like to use that uh, this uh, college student who lives next door, but she's not mentioning to her mum that this college student might be... Uh, the son they think is dead, or she thinks he's dead, the brother that she thinks is dead. Yeah. 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 Um, because he faked his death to get away from the black organization, much like. Well, they... obviously, he faked his death to get away from them, and you faked your death because you're actually a small child. And so, if we all keep secrets from yes. each other, we'll fucking we'll get great places. <laughs> like, everyone's not faking their deaths, it's making things more confusing. <laughs> Moratorium and death faking. If you're gonna stop, if you're gonna not stop faking your debts, like go into the skies, but tell people well, whom you trust. Yeah. You should probably trust your sister, for yes. example. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't want to bring her into the conflict with the black organization, not thinking that perhaps maybe she already is in the conflict. With She's them. very much so in the fucking conflict. Everyone is in the fucking conflict. And he's pondering a line that the sister said about reversing time. He's like, "Hmm, what could that mean?" As I'm surrounded by two adults who've been turned into children. <laughs> He's getting there. He's slowly getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone's inching a little bit closer to all being on the same page. Um, mm. And we briefly see the dad, who is just the son with a beard. Um, <laughs> and a, di- a different uh, hat. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the disguise is good enough. The disguise is good enough because he keeps his eyes closed and he's got a different voice because of the... Uh, <laughs> and he's different coloured hair. So only Zero figured it out so far. And of course, everybody who they've let on in the secret. But uh, it yeah. is funny that closing your eyes is an effective disguise in this show. Yeah. Well, uh, it it works for uh, Brock uh, in Pokemon. <laughs> no, that's just his face, man. He can't help it. <laughs> he opens his eyes. It's creepy. Like, no, put it back. Mm-hmm. 
And then I think we got the favourite thing of my, this week for me, which was the Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, episode 50. We're the Beast King Commandos. Yeah. In which, would you, shit knocked out of us. Wouldn't you know, those chess pieces, they survived. Well, four and a half of them survived. Mm. Uh, the big rook Bl- guy. Blocked Bl- Yes, he dropped himself on top of the others, burying them underground, and only had half of his body sliced off by the spell. Mm. Uh, and the Queen's like, well, we should get back, so Hadley can repair us, and him's like, no, I want to fight! Particularly that guy who stuck a spear in my head. That was very insulting to me, and Hadley shows up, hey, hey, get back here. Come, Come on. on, come here. Don't bother going out to It's a hologram. We'll throw the boomerang at it and make sure. But yeah, he's doing, <laughs> doing the hologram. Like, I'll deal with you later. No, but I'll do this like when I'm working. It's only going to be me and the boys. No, no, yeah. no dirty tricks. We were just happy to wait here for you guys to come and try and kick our ass and then kick your ass. But then you were planning a little invasion by these other motherfuckers. So we had to come here and step on everyone. Everyone who's not currently standing doesn't get to come fight us. That's the rule. I've, I've instated it now. <laughs> Sorry, Nova. You suck. And... He's like going, oh, I can barely move. Oh, I'm still going down on myself. And then <laughs> Mam is having fucking eyeballs. <laughs> you fucking get the ass off of here. Stop moping. And start, start, start helping out and, you know, start like, carrying water or some shit. No time for you and your fucking, your emo fucking <laughs> attitude right now. Yeah, no yeah. Use for, you know, one stupid male pride, always fucking feeling so sorry for yourself because you couldn't be the big hero. Let's fucking get on with some shit, man. Get on. I did, I did like the joke of the princess kind of going, it's like, oh, whoever marries ma'am is going to be in for it, eh, Di? And, and he's like, you're fucking one to talk. Yeah, there was a, a, good, a good bit of banter they managed to get in after, um, but kind of established the stakes of these really badass chess pieces. Uh, yes. What's that mouse up to? I can't find him anywhere. Ah, oh, I wouldn't have given him that stupid whistle if I knew he was going to fuck off and be a mad bastard. Yes, there is a rat. Um, what do they call the place they're going to fight? The, oh, the field of death. The field of death. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes two and troop number two, troop number three, troop number four. <laughs> they're all here. You're not one guy a troop. I, I feel like you're exaggerating your numbers considerably. <laughs> Well, one soldier, a soldier can also be called a troop or a trooper. So. Uh, I, I feel like he's trying to make his army seem bigger than him and three other guys. <laughs> well, if, if, well, you, well, you call it that, and then when the enemy's winning, you just put like a load of like uh, scarecrows out. Uh, uh, or you do that thing, or do your thing, we, you, you attack them at night, you march past them, but you each to hold two torches. It's like, oh, they've got fucking 100 million guys there. No, they've only got half a million guys there. But uh, he, also, he finds Pop's wand, so he shoves it down his trousers. Apparently his trousers are made, his clothes, according to the wiki, are made of a traveller's bag. So maybe it's just like he's got a bag of holding as as uh, <laughs> as trousers, um, which is a Has great... Has anyone ever done that? Where, uh, yeah, wearing a bag of holding just as a ba- pair of baggy pants. I, I think yeah. you'd have to have some special magical... Oh, some special holes for your legs. Because I, I believe yeah, when you cut yeah. holes in a bag of holding, it used to be quite a disastrous thing. Uh, so it has to be made as a magical pants of holding. Okay. It's like a collapsing star. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, troop number one is uh, Tero the Pterodactyl. Uh, troop number two is Gobechan, the Golden Metal Slime. And the new one we meet in this is CB, the Sea Slime. And he's... he's... Is he the same Sea Slime from before when he went fishing? Uh, I think that was a... That was like one of the... Oh, that was a jellyfish. A jellyfish, jellyfish one, you're yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh, we don't see recruits, but we do see that he's got a 
bonk on the back of his head from apparently having fought this sea slime in order to get him to join. Um, they can't fly to the top of the mountain because there's a magical barrier, but uh, the sea slime discovers a route in and they're deciding, oh, excellent, we've done a great job. And then uh, Fenren says, yes, you've, that's correct, that is the way in. And now I'm going to kill you guys. Because when we check back in on the chess pieces meeting with Haddar, he's like, oh, yeah, you got banged up there a bit. I'll, I'll give you a pair. You too, Queenie. Uh, and she's like, no, it's, it's only a scratch. He's like, no, 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 no. Everyone did great job, so I'm going to repair you. Hey, where's Fenbren? Where's Fenbren? He's off being a yes. dick. Because unlike the other guys, he they're, they're not really fair play or at least, I mean, they're not really fair play, but they're, um, he's an he's a asshole who likes torturing people because yes. he's made of knives. Yeah, like if they're all like aspects of Hadler's personality, you know, a little bit of that old malicious streak could have gotten in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he tries, he's, Chiu stands up for his troops, though. He's the one going to take the damage. Uh, until Gomichan has had enough. He can't stand to see his boss. That's all I can stand. I can stand no more. Gomichan eats his spinach and does another. Like, does he do? He doesn't do the flying head, but he shoots like a beam or something. Or is no, it, it's him. him. Yes, he just launches yes. his whole ass at him. Okay, punches a, a punches a slight hole in Fedbred's face. Um, <laughs> How dare you blemish my beautiful knife I'm face? Dented up. Oh, I oh, I'm gonna go down to the mechanic now. I got that fucking buffed out. Damn it all! I'm gonna kick your ass right away. Oh, Jesus! I've been stabbed through both of my well, eyes. Well, before he does That's that, though, all the other guys leap on top of Gomichan to protect him. They do, uh, yeah. And then he gets stabbed through enemy. both of his eyes with one massive sword. And then your brain takes a moment and you go, oh, excellent, it's Baran, he's here. Dad's home. I, I did like his like flailing. I was like, who did that? You know, yes. <laughs> oh my God, my eyes. <laughs> and Baran not telling who it is. So Fenris like, as soon as I can see, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Go run, run back to your fucking buzz. They did explain like he's not going to let him through the the barrier that's under the sea because they have like a, a zoom spell that lets them just get straight there but yeah. the door has actually hasn't been opened in like a thousand years so that's how they're going back and forth it's like you're not going to open that door it hasn't been open and you know as the mouse points out it's just like hey how the fuck did you get out here then <laughs> cheating because they're cheeky fuckers yeah uh yeah and then next week it is crocodile and Hyunkle versus baron until apparently they realize that baron might not be have the same motivation that he had last time they met him. Hmm. Yeah. Also, you guys send Hyunkel in to get the absolute shit knocked out of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost die again. He didn't get the shit knocked out of him in the last fight, so he needs to get knocked out of him this fight. Yeah. He, he has to have the top of his armor break off so you can see his fucking carved pecs and abs. <laughs> that did happen like yeah. once, per, once per arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually obligated, yeah. Yeah, I may have underestimated how much more we got because I think there's a new opening next week. There is, and really, ah, I, I'm gonna miss that opener. That, 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 I, I, that's one of the ones that I, I never, ever, for any reason, skipped because it get me fun hyped up. Run, but maybe Crocodile will be in the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, Crocodile. This one. Nothing but like, Crocodile. I, I, I just did a good chunk. I think. I think even like they the fight, they pack it out into the one on ones with the chess pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think even to go on again because you kind of get that at later on volumes and chapters is one where like there's pawns promotion, so like oh you can you get like juiced up again somehow. I suppose. Oh, he hits the opposite side of the board. Yep, king me. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> wrong game, but all right. 
Um, I didn't realize there was so much left. Like it really feels like it's building towards an end. But um, yeah. Okay. It is, but it's, it'll be a it'll be a big end. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to like you know just get as much juice out of that as I can possibly go, and, and you know I am perfectly fine with that because even for something like this, someone enjoyed animating the hell out of Chew getting the shit knocked out of him. <laughs> yeah, very much. So. And slammed into that wall and, and feeling it, and a nice little touch that because he's a monster, he bleeds the green blood. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he gets a, he gets a few fucking badass lines where he's just like, "Why would you headbutt me? I'm made of knives," and it's just like, "Ah." Uh, I, I gotta protect my troops. I'm the captain, and he gets a bunch of cool badass lines despite, like, basically just getting his ass handed to him the whole episode. <laughs> oh yeah, there's 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 about seventeen. We're only just over halfway by the looks of things what? from chapter titles. <laughs> we're about oh, we're geez. we're probably around uh, chapter uh, volume nineteen twenty, and there's thirty seven volumes. That's crazy. So. Like look, we did from like lay it all out. You got the Hadlar Royal Guard. You got Hadlar. You've still got Kilver and then Miss Fern in the mix as well. You got to have a thing with deal with them. Then it might eventually get the Vern, and then it's like, oh, there's probably some more things he's going to pull out of his arse now as well. Yeah. Uh, mm. That's but that's as well. Like, you no, know, well, Baron is also here. Is he going to try and fight Die again, or are they going to just like settle this uh, by this fighting alongside first. each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of it in there, and everybody else. Everybody else has had, has, has needs to have their cool moment as well. You got to see Mam have her fucking uh, time in the sun. Pop, especially, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh just, looking from this, some of these chapter titles, there's also a character who is still around who we've there's forgotten about. Still a character we haven't met yet. <laughs> no, we have met, but we've forgotten about ah. him because he's been okay, taken okay. off the board for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Lots of stuff. Lots of lots of stuff to come. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is always um, a delight to watch. Like it, it's it's doing the wonderful thing of like being your shonen fighty uh, kind of show, but not. It's it's not really losing uh, its pace. It, it's because there's no fucking filler. It's because it's not yes. dicking about and it's going to get it fucking done. Yeah, if anything, it's cutting stuff out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes you got to cut the fat off just to make it a bit leaner. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to be able to read the comic soon as well, so... Hey! Uh, don't know where I'm going to put it. I might have to buy it digitally. <laughs> um, uh, so that's it for this week. Only five! Uh, is there anything exciting starting in the next week that we need to keep an eye out for? Um, it would, let's see... I imagine it wouldn't be until next weekend or during the week, so Mr. Cutoff wouldn't uh... Uh, I think you well, Muta King will be Saturday, I believe. So I should probably watch that. Mm. <coughs> I suppose the uh, the Tale of the Hake is, uh, but that has been coming out for some time now. Um, it is, and I get that, that into the mix if that was your thing. It could do, but I'm not sure I'm going to uh, get it in there because I think there's things more by sort of speed, like goofy comedies about a vampire coming up. Um, <laughs> Or, or again with vampires, one like where we guys put a vampire and send her to the moon as part of the first, uh, yes. first space flight. Oh, that that is all. No, that is October. That'll be the Sunday. Yeah, so that won't fit ah. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's anything else here. So it'd be another short one, um, unless we want to oh, talk about good. the uh, fitness boxing anime. Um, uh, yeah, Muta King is probably the thing I will see if it shows up anywhere. Is it 
announced anywhere. We aren't aware of any official ways to watch this title. Hmm. So it sounds like it's going to be a crunchy road job because they usually announce theirs like the fucking day before. That's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, give us a bit of fucking lead in, lads. Come on. <laughs> Whereas I guess High Dive is your appointment for uh, Lupin now because they've got the dub of the part one as well, haven't they? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, yeah, that's it for this week then. Join us again next Wednesday for less of the same. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Ta-ta. Right, let me unmute this.